0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled dot lcom slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply. It's
1: Friday. You know what that means. We're grading two-star pitchers here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Clay Link of RotoWire.com. Here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. Todd, good to be on with you as always. We got some pickups to talk about. Actually, a pretty surprisingly busy week in the stake league, and uh, of course, our two-star
2: pitchers. What's on your mind on this Friday afternoon? Yeah, it was a lot of minor leaguers have been called up, and apparently, some more to come. So yeah, it's it's exciting. This is I'm, I'm running through my playing time now, and you know I'm doing a lot more finagling than I normally do this time of season. A lot of releases, like you know Elvis Andrus released and picked back up again, and Brett Phillips was just released. Not a big deal there, but you know you carry extra playing time, and now you know why. It's because some of these late season moves erase it pretty quickly.
1: Absolutely, I picked up uh, Corbin Carroll last night. In uh, two leagues, one was like uh, NL only, first come, first serve. Then I got him in the stake league on a $0 stash bid. And who knows? Maybe he'll be next. I know on a call yesterday, GM Mike Hazen suggested that uh, we could see Carroll
2: this year. So he we, can be th- the next. shade Langoliers, too. I Carol? think we knew Carroll was probably going to get a look. We, I mean, now it's essentially confirmed. But I think a lot of people thought that Carroll – would be coming up, uh, you know, what, what did they say? That if he comes up, it's for good. So when we do make the move, we want to make sure there's I – mean, I'm reading a little more into it, but, you know, there's spots and, we you know, there, there's places for him to play, etc. because Arizona is looking at a few different players and they're playing pretty well, right? I mean, so I don't know. They have to, you know, clear a spot. Jake McCarthy's playing well. Um, it's going to be an interesting they're, – they're an interesting team.
1: Yeah, Mike Hazen's really kind of quietly built a, a juggernaut, at least in terms of a farm system. And we'll see how how that translates over the next few years into big league success or lack thereof. But I think that he's really put that organization in a great spot after some pretty thin years. The Diamondbacks look like they
2: could uh, be pretty scary. I'm probably going to make the mistake and call him, uh, call him Garrett Stone. But they also just brought up the Diamondbacks Stone Garrett, mm-hmm. and his power speed numbers look good. Now, granted, he's a little bit older, hasn't played much above Double A, but the numbers look good, and it's more philosophically than it is. I think Stone, I think Stone Garrett's going to do well. It's just I think I need to take the upside shot at a player with seven weeks left in the season more than, well, my little black box does it's stone cold, stone cold Jiggers. uh Stone <laughs> Garrett is going to hit such and such with so many, you know, so many homers, so many steals. It's the potential. It's like in May, give me someone more boring that is going to compile some stats, but come mid August, if I'm behind, I need to take the chance. And I mentioned Shea Langoliers. He wasn't
1: a yeah. really hot, hot commodity in our stake league because it's only a one catcher league. But um, I got him in DVR's uh, keeper league, the the deeper one, 16 teams, and uh, got him for seven in a two catcher league. So I was pretty pumped with that. And looks like they're ready to give him a look, and they'll kind of split time
2: between catcher and DH with uh, Langoliers and Sean Murphy. And I think they they both can play. Well, Langoliers played a little outfield, so they're both going to be in. I mean, the key is they're both going to be in the lineup. And I guess we want Langoliers to play more games at catcher than we do other places, so he retains Mm -hmm. eligibility. But I think he should be able to.
1: So the pickups from last night in the Stake League, again, a lot of people active, trying to uh, scratch and claw up the standings to avoid having to buy a couple stakes at the end of the year. Joey Meneses was the top pickup at seven. I just don't buy it for a second. Thirty-year-old guy on a minor league deal just seems like a hot streak. But um, are you paying what he's done any respect? Am I, am I being
2: disrespectful? Well, this is this is against? worth that point now where you, you, you in, in May I wouldn't care about him, mm-hmm. but he's been elevated up in the batting order. He's playing regularly, so at this point, it's it's, it's opportunity, and it depends who your it depends who you have. Um, you know, if you're not gonna win with who you have and you need an upgrade, even if you even if it's a downgrade, you know, that's that's the range of outcomes and you gotta go for it. So it's not it's again, it's really not this is how I feel he's gonna play, this is how I value him, etc. It right now it's all about desperation, what you need. It's if I'm leading, I don't wanna trust him. You know, again, yeah, give, exactly. me, give me give me Carlos Santana, right? You know, I, I mean like he could bleed away
1: some points. If yeah. I- But I mean, you know, know.
2: it's it's you know, you rather dance with the devil you know, unless unless you need what the devil you don't know can give you. So I don't, I don't, I mean, you know, we didn't trust uh, wisdom, and look what he did. We didn't trust a few different guys. But on the other hand, you can flip it in the round and look what happened to Yerman Mercedes. Look what happened to some of these other hot starters that diminished, and we don't we don't like to talk about them. Well, I was right. Well, you know, what about the five guys you weren't right on? We don't talk about them.
1: Yeah, I feel like Manessas could be in one of those, you know, and eventually fall into the uh, fizzle-out category. The uh, He was a flame that burnt hot and fast, but we'll see. David Peterson was actually my top priority. I didn't end up getting him. My bid was for four. He went for seven out of 100. And really, the fact that he hasn't been starting for that team is a, a, kind of a joke. I mean, he'd be starting for 29 other teams. Just speaks to the depth they've had. But now that Carlos Carrasco's hurt, uh, I know he, he's starting like a, one game of a double header, but it looks like there's a, a window here finally for David Peterson to uh, start every fifth day.
2: Wow, I didn't know he was only 26 years old. David Peterson? Yeah, yeah. he's kind of like sneaky good. He's going to turn 27 in a couple weeks. I thought he was a little older than that. He's, he's sneaky good. Good, but I don't know if he start the twenty nine other teams. I know what you're Maybe saying. Not. I know what you're saying. I know. I what guess you're
1: saying. this year he's been so good,
2: but, but lately, I mean, he, before he was taken out of the rotation, he started to show some strikeout ability. So I think we wanted to know if that was real, and we we don't know yet. You know, we don't. It was. You know, he faced Miami twice, the Rangers and the Reds. Was he actually figuring something out, or was it the competition, or was it mm-hmm. a little bit of both? So we're gonna find out, but I I I I think you're right in, in picking him up and the Mets in the good park. Um, you'd like to say good run support, but <laughs> it hasn't happened for Scherzer and Degrom. But anyway, you're probably right that I probably took it a step too far. Well, saying, it's fine. I it's
1: but I mean, is- he has been. Yeah, you know, the, the estimators aren't quite as sparkling, but uh ground ball rate right over fifty percent. The K's are good. The walks are, the walks
2: are a little high. Inconsistent. Yeah, and. Let's see. He pitched in the fourteenth, four innings, seven Ks, two walks. Whether that was an elevated strike, uh, an elevated pitch count, uh, and 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 the 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 major league club said, you know, don't go don't go too hard on him. Uh, we want him next week. Who knows? He also gave up eight hits. So I don't have the pitch count of that game with me. Why he only went four innings? But um, I, I bet it was pitch count. When you give up eight hits, you fan seven and you walk two. That's a lot of traffic. That's a lot of base runners.
1: Brett Beatty was yeah. uh, one of those guys that you were alluding to, the, the latest crop of young talent to come up. And the Mets, uh, you know, expediting his arrival. And, I mean, I, I had a bid in on him. Actually, I don't know if I did here. I did have a waiver claim on him and Yahoo. I don't know, Actually, I was targeting pitching in this league. But I do right. think he's a guy to uh, go get if you need some help. Yeah. uh,
2: Unknown commodity. Well, unknown in that we don't know to do at the major league level, but he is a top prospect.
1: Yeah.
2: And didn't play, again, pretty much a -A. double-A. Luis Guillermo out, and he's been nice. He's been a very nice player, especially on defense for uh, the Mets. But he's nothing that if if Beatty doesn't look like he can help down the stretch and into the playoffs – you're not gonna you know sit him for Guillerme he's still, so I think I think Beatty has a chance to take the job and, and and keep it the rest of the season. It's not guaranteed, but I do think he has a chance and eduardo Escobar's
1: been just brutal he's on the i l yeah. right now, but uh yeah, you Beatty know yeah. fares well, no reason to force Escobar back in his yeah
2: eyes. Escobar had fallen already fallen into a platoon hmm. um right he yeah. a really
1: big uh, Kind of a, a whiff signing there. It can't all be great. I mean, Mar- Sterling Marte and
2: yeah, should I mean, sort of, uh,
1: have paid off.
2: You know, it's one of those, you know, in fantasy, like we say, you want to be one year, you know, rather be one year too early than too late. The Mets, the numbers of Escobar were still pretty good, uh, you know, but he was aging. These things can happen pretty quickly. Heraldus
1: Chapman was out there. He went for five. So Clay Holmes on the IL looks like Chapman will get another chance. with the Yankees have been uh, really hitting the skids oh, lately. Like. It's so.
2: I mean, as a Red Sox fan,
1: i sure you hate to see it. I'm sure it's terrible. Well, no,
2: no, no, no. I mean, they're lose. They're losing to the teams that the Red Sox need to jump. So as a Red yeah, Sox fan, yeah. so it's not I helping mean, you guys. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not. I'm not one of those. I mean, I you know, I've never. I've never been a Yankee suck. Yankee suck. I, you know, I, I, I just don't do that. Um, but yeah, but the, you know, Tampa, all the teams that they're losing to, uh, you know, not that the Red Sox would do anything in the playoffs anyway, but you know, you know, guy can dream, but um, Scott Efres is another name to keep in mind. I don't think that it's definitely Chapman all the way and we, you know, I think that they'll want to figure out the Yankees someone by the end of the season, and we'll, we'll see who it ends up being. But um, don't forget Efros, that's all.
1: Yeah, he's. they seem to really like Efros. So it's uh, the yeah. fact that they were mentioning him alongside Chapman speaks to uh, how much they like him. Yep. They got him from the Cubs. Uh, Luis yep. Patino was four. That's a pretty nice little ad there. Uh, Mike Soroka looks finally on the verge of returning for uh, for Atlanta, so that's pretty big. He was only three bucks. I kind of like that one. Uh, I picked up Drew Smiley for two. I know it's Drew Smiley, uh, but he's been pitching pretty darn well lately.
2: Yeah, in and you're the, you're uh, the, this is the Thursday cycle. Yeah. So uh, what has he's got? I know he's he's got the double header on Tuesday. So does that mean he pitched? Is pitching Thursday, too, for you? No. Um.
1: No, he will be
2: next week at home against St. Louis. Yeah, that's a doubleheader. Doubleheader game. No, he's got a two-step, well, as we'll talk about in a few minutes, oh, Yeah, a, two, a, a two-step. Step, but I don't think it was a two-step for your stake league. No, not for that league. But um,
1: Needed some arms, dropped you Kucucci. He also had some dead weight on my roster in Joey Votto. Wishing the best to him. But the Reds... Uh, I think just became officially unwatchable with Votto uh, landing.
2: Well, the aisle. you know what? It's Alpha weird. I mean, usually if you're if you're doing things, you watch when the hitters are up, and you don't watch defense. I, I'll watch Ladolo. I'll watch. Uh, the, I'll watch some of the pitchers. You know, hmm. I just won't watch when they're at bat. I'll I'll do some other oh, things. It's
1: so hard to watch them. But like I, I,
2: there's, there's still. I mean, I don't mind watching Ashcraft to see if he can figure something out. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't mind watching. I don't want to see T.J. zoick I don't really want to see anyone. Mike Miner. I'm kind of curious about Justin Dunn, but mm-hmm. I'll watch Ladolo all day long. Yeah, this photo made that team a lot more
1: watchable. Now out for the season, it's yeah. a bummer for him. I glossed over Albert Pujols. I mean, he's on a heater, but ugh, I can't go
2: chasing that heater. That just seems well, likely to uh, be.
1: Be done already.
2: If it was another team that didn't have playoff aspirations, he'd be playing every day to get the 10 homers. But St. Louis can't afford to do that. Yeah,
1: true. Uh, Ben Gamble, $2. Ella Harris, Montero. Jake Fraley for a buck. Uh, I like the Fraley move. Yeah, he's shown some promise. Uh, Josh Young, he's, I think, healthy in the minors, or at least playing. Maybe he's still fishing on his rehab, but that's kind of a – Maybe he's a... Uh... He's crunching it in the minors. Yeah? Yeah, he, he is raking. Hmm. Which...
2: So that could be maybe him and Corbin Carroll are the next and maybe the final wave. Yeah, um, I'm checking Young hmm. now. I, I, I saw a tweet about him. I think it was from um, uh, the EFIS guy, uh, Weaver, the guy that does a lot of the stuff for Texas on Twitter. And yeah, they were lotting him and, and he could be up. Yeah, I I suppose he could. I suppose he could come up. He, I mean, he just it's only been 10 days, but what do we have? Uh, he's he's gotten multi hits in like six or five of the last six games. He's hit in every game since August 2nd. Uh, he's got like nine, eight, eight homers, eight or seven homers in that span. Yeah, I would, I would look for young. Yeah, think about maybe picking up Josh Young, and that's J U N G. Yeah, uh, eight homers. Eight homers and fifty-five. Wow! Eight homers and sixty-three at bats.
1: You know, I probably have him in one or two uh, draft champions from early in yeah. the
2: winter. So that yeah, but he hasn't stolen a base. Oh nice. no, he has. He's stolen one base. I'm just being facetious, but he has stolen base. Yeah. No, this is yeah, absolutely. Check out your draft champions uh, if you can get if you can get a bid on on Josh Young. Josh Young. Um, yeah, Texas has no one that will block him. You know, as far as yeah. uh, playing time goes.
1: Lamont Wade for a buck. He's been uh, swinging it pretty well. Jazz Chisholm picked up, and he's an IL stash. I picked up Yoan Duran. Just needed, uh... yeah, I know that he's not closing for Minnesota, but really valuable uh, yeah. quality innings when I do have to plug him in. C.J. Abrams, I know Washington's giving him a look, but he's been kind of, he's looked pretty lost from what I've seen. Uh, C.J. Abrams. And then Shea Langoliers, Stone Garrett, uh, Ryan Yarbrough, Zach Davies. I picked up Corbin Carroll dropping Isak Paredes. It was fun while it lasted, Isak. (laughs) But uh, he's not playing much anymore. Matt Bush. These are all $0 ads. Josh Harrison, Ryan Pepio, Nick Madrigal, uh, Jose Siri. So, yeah, people still scratch and claw, and I love to see
2: that. And a lot of busy week you know part of it is your, the rules of your league it, it, whereas it is a you know a regular old league but the, the fact it's kind of a you know the old 50 50 where you want to finish in the top half I, I i you know it's it's not only just fun for the site and to talk about but it helps as you're suggesting keep activity up and i you know i wonder if more leagues it doesn't have to be buying a stake but if more leagues should think of a a rule of this nature to keep it going. It shouldn't need it, and I'm saying this, and I'm I'm been that guy in four leagues this year, and I feel terrible about it. But I I kind of checked out on four different. I mean, when you're in four hundred leagues, it's not, I'm not in four hundred. I have checked out around four leagues, and I'm not happy about it. A couple of them are keepers, and it's just i just it just the way things I whatever. It's but like um, so many hours in a day. Well, I, that's an excuse. I mean, it, yes, but it does. It's no. It, that's not an excuse. I still should have figured out ways to um at least stay active and make make some trades etc uh but anyway um story for an offseason you know you know when we get to uh i get to do my mea culpa but anyway
1: well yeah i uh i hear what you're saying and i was right there after last year i had to my main goal after last season was to just cut down on my number of leagues because yeah, when you, you whiff on a league or two, you feel bad about it. and It actually detracts from the fun of the, the season. And, you know, you don't want to do that to your league mates. And, yeah, I just – if I – I've decided that if I find myself half-assing a league, I need to just walk away. But uh, we'll get into next week's two start starters here momentarily. Let's first throw to a quick word from our Blue Wire sponsors.
0: And his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: All right, we are back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link and Todd Zola. Rating next week's two-star pitchers on a zero to five scale. August twenty-second is the uh, start of the week, Monday, August twenty-second. Let's finish strong here, folks, and uh, bring home some titles. I got a chance to bring home a few, and and really need that uh, things to line up though in the Tower's head-to-head postseason for me. So, kind of biting my nails a little bit in that league, but. The uh, head to head aspect is always a really good time. But uh, Todd, nobody for Arizona because they got two off days. But then Jake Odorizzi, I know he's been kind of taking it from uh, Braves fans on Twitter. And, you know, it's. I get that, you know, he's a six starter. He's not somebody who's going to excite the fan base. But at Pitt, at St. Louis, I might have some
2: conditional bids on Jake Odorizzi. Would you go down that path? Um, I, if I had him, I'd start him. I don't know that, I, depending on how much fab I have. But even though it is Pittsburgh, there's it's it still blow up potential there. I don't know. I don't love him. Um, oh. I'd much rather see Kyle Muller back up. I hear you on that. I'm going to give him a two. I'll give him a two. I agree oh, yeah. there, but I don't know if it's 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 my level. It's my level of desperation, but um, yeah. Uh, I, I just, uh, I, 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 Pittsburgh doesn't scare me, but, um, St. Louis kind of does. Yeah. I hear you there. I
1: at St. Louis is a little scary, but at two seems about right. Then, uh, for Baltimore, Austin both former national and, uh, he suddenly popped up. I had a bit on him actually in the stake league last night. I think for, I got some of my higher priorities, but, uh, Austin Vos on a little run here. He's versus the White Sox at Houston. I think at Houston bumps him down to a one, but I could yeah. see uh, if you're desperate, maybe, maybe rolling the dice.
2: Right. He's gone from a, from a you know, move on. It's a zero to got to think about it. Oh, it's Houston at a one. So, you know, it, it, he's got a two upside, but not with Houston.
1: How are you feeling about Nathan Eovaldi of your Red Sox this week versus Toronto versus Tampa Bay? Uh, what are your thoughts on Evaldi?
2: Velocity still down. Get a um, yeah, velocity still down. Wow. Um, is this definite? Is it? Or are, we, or are we? Are we assuming he's going to be back?
1: I was actually just looking into that. Uh well, it's what, very tentative. But
2: all right, I'm gonna. I mean, it's gonna be a three. But like I said, I mean even. It, 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 the, the, he's been he's been working with lower velocity, and that just scares me. Yeah, me too. I think you
1: say three on Evaldi? I mean, I can see lower. I can see yeah. higher, but I can see lower. Yeah, that's a tough one. I was trying to blow it up his page, but I'm having some issues with the site right now. Huh. Maybe I'll, it's we'll, my internet, but any, either way. Um, I'll check it out. Justin Steele, and you know, I was kind of a detractor early, but can't really argue with what Justin Steele has done lately versus St. Louis at Milwaukee next week. He needs to be picked up across every league. The run he's been on has actually quietly been uh, fantastic. So if Justin Steele is out there, I'd say make him a priority. He's only a three, but uh, among available options, that's pretty high. It's.
2: Yeah, I, I have a suspicion, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to, Eric and I are going to talk about him on the Roto-Wire uh, fantasy baseball show on MLB Network Radio tomorrow um, as far as pitchers that have been pitching well since the break. Right, he started out well, everybody picked him up, he had a rut, and everybody got mad, and he's been crushed. he's been raking, or shoving, is the, shoving is the word, the jarring the, the that I'm supposed to be using, shoving since the break. Um, I'm going to go three. He's been striking batters out. He's had some luck involved, but he's also pitching really well. He hasn't had a tough schedule, but as they say, he can only pitch to the teams on you know on the other side of the diamond. Yeah,
1: he's been a diamond in the rough for this Cubs team. It's been a tough year for them. Keegan Thompson also has been, although I saw he gave up a homer early today. So Yeah. yeah. Ooh, looks like it's been a rough day for Keegan Thompson. So that's probably doing some damage on my teams, but that's all right. Uh, Drew Smiley, I'm only going to give a two. I'm going to put him a notch behind Steele, but he's been pitching really well. Also, it is Drew Smiley, but uh, with these matchups versus St. Louis at Milwaukee, Milwaukee's kind of a nice matchup for pitchers nowadays. Yeah,
2: you got to get that through your head. They're going to, yeah. you know, they're going to make you pay once in a while. But they are not the consistent, you know, run scoring machine that one would think or, or they have been in the past. I'm going to go two as well uh, with Smiley. You know, the home being Wrigley Field isn't as bad as, as, as some other places. It's not great, but sure, I'll go two.
1: Yeah. And remember, the first game for Smiley
2: would be a, a double
1: header game. So maybe a little bit of a thinned out. Cardinals lineup for the Actually, uh,
2: matinee. Before we we went back to let's go back to Ivaldi. I'm not one hundred percent positive, but I think his first start maybe that that uh, little league, you know, game at the at Williams Williamsport. When oh from, really? I don't remember exactly when it is. I think it's sometime next week. Uh, oh. Just something to keep in mind. I will note it when when I know not everybody listens and, and reads the rankings, but I will, I will I will do the research for the rankings uh, over the weekend.
1: Yeah, appreciate that. That's uh that's one that could sneak up on you for sure. i have actually forgotten about it. So, it snuck up on me. Uh but for the Reds, TJ Zoic, that's going to be a zero. I mean, yeah. It's a joke that he's even with TZ
2: initials, I got to go zero.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nick Lodolo, though, kind of a tough call at Philly at Washington. I think I'm going to go 3, but uh it's more so like Pedigree and
2: what it could be than than what has been this year. Well, he looked a little. I mean, maybe it's a narrative. I don't know, but he looked a little nervous at the Hall of Fame game. A uh, Hall of Fame game. The um, Field of Dreams Field game. Field of Dreams. Yeah, he lo-
1: he can lose his command.
2: Yeah, it, but he looked time. really good. His last start, I, I it was whether it was a you know a six. It was the only game on, so I got to you know watch it. I forget exactly what the situation was. Yeah, he was very impressive at that time. So, was that against Philly and now it's a return match? I don't remember. I
1: think so, because he had that brutal
2: yeah. start just before the All-Star break. Then he came out
1: looking good. Then, the yeah, the Hall of Fame game – or not Hall of Fame game. Yeah, the – Got that in my head. But no, I'm, I'm with
2: you hard. with the three. Washington's lineup does not Ooh. scare me. No, not at all. Zach Plesac has a two
1: and eleven record at San Diego at Seattle. Man, I don't know how to really grade this guy because I don't think I'll, all that much of him as a pitcher. But he's okay. I'll give him a two,
2: I suppose. Ah, uh, let's see. Um, actually, ugh, both on the road, good parks, but dangerous offenses. I have him in the three range, but I, I, I want to say two. I just I, – I don't know that I trust him.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go two as well. Uh, for the Rockies, Herman Marquez is at home to start uh, versus Texas and at the Mets. I got to go zero. I've learned my lesson too many times.
2: <laughs> you're right. I, I, agree. I agree with you on Marquez, and I haven't said that very much. I know it took me a long,
1: long enough. Because
2: you're usually saying, I'm going to start him. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I you tried tried to kind uh, of, save it me was, for myself. Remember when DVR did that combo league right during the pandemic season? when We had like the ALNL AL, AL, and mixed.
1: Oh yeah. Like uh, the and there there was talk,
2: there was talk of uh neutral parks or something to that effect um and Oh god, so I was probably
1: drooling over Yeah, that so idea. I drafted
2: my yeah, I, I had the NL cuz myself, Brian Walton, and Peter Kreutzer – we split it up so I had the NL and i drafted Marquez figuring you know this is gonna be great because the knock played in course, but that you know of course they ended up playing uh you know so you know, I didn't use them very I didn't use them very much but anyway um so the, the one memories. time
1: you uh went down that path only time that makes sense memories uh right. for the white sox Michael Kopek so kopek's two steps a little different than Giolito's Kopex will be at KC then versus Arizona, I imagine that's probably a wraparound or a makeup or something. Um, but, I mean, that's pretty I – mean, that's great for Copic. At KC versus Arizona, I think that's a four.
2: Yep. Copic.
1: Yep. Um, so let me get that notched in the sheet. So, we'll, of course, review after we're done. And then for uh, Diolito, it's at Baltimore at Arizona. So with that – the venue changes there in Baltimore, that's a pretty nice – Two step two. Although I would say at KC is a little better. By the way, who did Baltimore call? Did they call it Kyle Stowers? Stowers? Do not Just saw uh, that like right before we started. I didn't really. I saw that, you know Sarah's tweet about. Did not see it.
2: We yeah we're looking into that. But man, I mean, I, last week when when G Lito had you know, whatever case in Detroit, it's like if you don't start him this week, you're never going to start him. I don't know if it was two weeks ago or if he missed a start. But you say the same thing now and you know what i'm leaning towards not even starting him really he, See, he i'm not quite there yet but he, oh, after mean, his last outing after his last outing I, I i think there's something wrong and this is a guy as you know who every year edges into the first round in the high stakes leagues yeah and he's just he's just terrible um, so I don't know. I can't. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm saying, you know, uh, FOMO because what if he figures it out against these teams? But we've been saying that for far too long at this point. I'm going to do it. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to give him a zero. I only have him in one league. I have him a couple of. Um, I only know this because I had a search when he had his terrible outing the other day. But I have a couple of uh, best balls that, cut lines that are no longer uh, no longer active in so uh i'm just i I, i'm not going to use him wow
1: okay i got you down as a zero on giolito i'm going two, but uh you know it's one of those situations where because he got that helium at the end of draft season i think casey cha was drafting him and you know how it is people see that and casey's track record and they follow suit and uh I just got priced out of G-lead. I, I kind of liked him, but didn't end up with him.
2: He's just right.
1: Yeah, I just didn't realize, because I don't have him on any teams, just how bad
2: he's been. I, know I, Houston, still, think,
1: I still think, you know, I'm starting him in most spots
2: if I have him. I guess. I mean, I know Houston will You disagree. do damage against a lot of teams, but I just I haven't seen anything. And, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I could be wrong, and I'm usually the other end of this argument. But uh, the, I just I see nothing.
1: Well, hey, I appreciate you making a you know making a pretty bold stance, taking a pretty bold stance and saying a zero this week on Giolito. No yep. two-star pitchers for Detroit. And same for Houston. Since they have uh, McCullers back, they're going six men now. By the way, I just wanted to say no two-star pitchers for Detroit, but maybe keep an eye out on your waiver wire for Matt Manning. See if he's out there. At Texas this next week, uh, skipping down the list back to two-star pitchers for Kansas City, Daniel Lynch. He was one of my conditional backups in the stake league last night. got a couple of my higher-priority guys. But uh, versus the White Sox versus San Diego, would you roll the dice on Daniel Lynch in a league or two?
2: If you if were about, what, a third of the way through, and this inventory isn't all that great. Oh. Spoiler alert! It doesn't get much better. So you know, if you need those two starts, if you need to get strikeouts and maybe get a win, you know, maybe you take a chance. But I, this is another one of those weeks where I'd rather pick up a solid single start pitcher than force myself into a two start guy just because he's got two starts. Mm-hmm. Um, Lynch is kind of in that range, but I I could see using him if I needed I. Oh man, am I about to say that I'd rather use Daniel Lynch over Lucas Giolito? Mm. Oh gosh. I'm starting to get hives.
1: <laughs> That's a tough call. I um I have been impressed with the way that guys like Bubich and Lynch have improved recently in the run that Singer's been on. They've you know the uh pitching staff there in case he's been much maligned this year, but some of those guys like Lynch
2: Boobich are starting to show a little bit, but uh, I,
1: I still got Lynch as like a one. I mean, that's a desperation.
2: I'm going to go with a one, which yeah. is higher than Giledo. Um, I mean, our buddy Jeff Zimmerman may may not agree, but I think it's a. We we may have to stop uh, talking about the way Kansas City just can't develop any pitching. Mm-hmm. We're not quite at the Tampa, Cleveland, San Francisco level yet, but I think they're at least showing that. Maybe we need to think about it a little harder. So,
1: uh, Tucker Davidson for the Angels. That's going to be a zero for me. Would you consider him under any circumstances?
2: Well, I'm looking up the matchups. Not under these matchup circumstances. <laughs> yes, some circumstances, but not Tampa Bay and Toronto. On the oh, road. You there. Well, before we move on, let's take care of a little. My, my, my rankings say, say one, though, or one or two. So I'm going to – because Tampa's not that good. Uh, I mean, yes, they're a good team, but it's not because of a solid offense. I'm going to go one. Okay. Todd one on Tucker Davidson. All right. Well, we'll
1: knock out a little piece of business here. Bear with me, and we'll be back to finish out grading and then recap our grades for next week. The weather is heating up, and so are the promotions at Caesars Sportsbook. Today, anyone who is at least 21 years old and in a licensed Caesars Sportsbook state can create a new account and redeem the Caesars Sportsbook promo code ROTO15. That's R-O-T-O-1-5. The promo code gives new users a risk-free first bet up to 1500 bucks. Visit Caesars.com sportsbooks or download the Caesars Sportsbook app today. And don't forget to use promo code ROTO15 when signing up. All right, that's out of the way, so let's continue on here, Todd. Uh, Julio Urias has really become the ace of the Dodgers, I mean, performance-wise and uh, you know, durability. It's kind of, I think some people question his durability, but his questions are uh, pretty much you know, closed out the window anyway with Julio Urias, and... I think he's uh, our first five of the week,
2: or at least mine,
1: first five of the week.
2: Yeah, there'll be a handful coming up. I think – well, Kopeck is close, but I think, yeah, four. Although, I don't know. Kopech could be a five with those matchups. Anyway, yeah, Urias, I, you mentioned durability. To me, it was more of a need to prove it than questioning it, mm-hmm. and he's proven it to me a bit. And if I'm not yeah, – just had so
1: many innings on that
2: arm last year that I think yeah. some people – yeah.
1: Wondered if he could bounce back. Right.
2: Yeah. And I think I, I don't want to make a statement that's not true, but I think his strikeouts have been on the rise, right? So I mean so. Yeah. They were very low early, so that you know, that doesn't say much just because they were low early, but I you know, the the, the he wasn't displaying they're still down from last season, but I think they have been on the upswing uh over the second half.
1: Yeah, he's kind of really,
2: you know, taking the, the,
1: his spot as that number one guy there. And it seems like the, yeah. uh, you know, so long as Kershaw and Bueller is obviously done for the season now. And now they have Arias as the uh, head of the table, so to speak. Yeah, uh, game, game one starter, right? I would think so, yeah. Uh, Miami, no two-star starters for them, although I'm bummed to see that Lazardo's draws the Dodgers again next week. I got him on the bench tonight against the Dodgers, and uh, love Lazardo's stuff. But I just I worry about that team waiting him out. Anyway, uh, for the Brewers, Eric Lauer he gets the Dodgers as well. At the Dodgers versus the Cubs, I think Eric Lauer is only like a three for
2: me at this point. I'll give him a four, but a uh, three. Yeah, that's exactly the problem because we we're remembering a little bit. From earlier in the season when he was pitching like a four mm-hmm. um yeah it's that it's the dodgers matchup that's that's the issue so i'm going to give him a four uh but i'm good it's one of those it's like i used to say like when tim wakefield used to pitch you know i i wouldn't want to watch those games i don't want to see Lauer pitching against the dodgers just in case mm-hmm. but you know i'm gonna go with the four And then for the Twins, they're two-starred starters
1: for next week. Uh, Sonny Gray and Tyler Malley go Reds. Uh, The Mariners are Reds West, but Twins got quite a few former Reds on that squad as well. Uh, Malley left his last start, but it sounds like he's fine. Nothing serious there. Um, Uh, I was just
2: about to, you know, I mean, Gray. MRI
1: clean. Gray,
2: Gray isn't a typical five, but to me he's a five if he's, you know, especially this week. Molly, whew, um, if he's healthy, he's a four. Now they're different matchups. Yeah, Sunny, like you and said, Texas, Molly's Houston. got to face Houston. Yeah, um, so that bring that drops him down a level. But um, I don't think it drops him to a three, but it does bring him a four. Drops him down to a three for me, just because he did okay. leave that last
1: start. Well, again. that yeah, right. was clean. Yeah, that that but, I, um, I
2: yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Do I, if I, if I project him for five innings and not six or five and two thirds, then it may drop him to that three range. So let's go yeah. with a three for the book and then we'll yeah, see what the okay. ranking, we'll see what the rankings come out and which is going to depend upon the reports.
1: I really need a five type of week from Sonny. That, that would be nice. I hope he makes his layup uh, at home against Texas and, San Francisco is the most daunting task at the end of the week, so hopefully we get a vintage Sunny Gray performance. Max Scherzer at the Yankees versus Colorado—he's a five—and really, this is a great time
2: to draw those Yankees. So Right? No, know, you, the flip used. side is they're due, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I but yeah, no. I mean, to me, right now he's the number one. You know, he's ranked number one for me on this on this for this week. For the Yankees, Domingo, Herman, it would be against the Mets and Scherzer
1: on uh, Monday. Then at Oakland, you know, I was kind of wondering if they would might bring up Clark Schmidt pretty soon because Clark Schmidt's been pitching well in the minors. Herman, you know, 4 4 5 ERA. This may be kind of a yeah, you know, he may be pitching for his rotation spot here, especially with the team kind of reeling. Uh, I'm gonna give Herman a two. I, I know he's probably better than a two, but I don't trust this guy.
2: I know that I I don't know that I trust him either. And I think once I lowered the innings against the Mets, it'll fall in the three range and maybe even a two. I don't, my gut, if I wasn't looking at my rankings, I'd say two. So let's go with two. Gotcha. And Herman, we agree on a two there.
1: But yeah, maybe if you're in a league that allows stashing and you need a starter, maybe sniff
2: around on Clark Schmidt. Yeah, now
1: let's
2: see. It. I don't know. We could we could try to stretch, make a stretch, and see if it has a fantasy impact. But interesting that the when the scheduling came out for the playoffs, there are going to be the need for four or maybe even five starters on a couple of occasions. Yeah. They're reducing the they're reducing the off days, in order to get it all fit in. So I think that's interesting. I think the fantasy repercussions may be some teams may not be able to shut down or, or, you know, pare down their starters as much as they want and or they may need to preserve innings. So they, cause they need in the start, or we just may see a bullpen game, an extra bullpen game. But yeah, the schedules are such that at least four, if not five starters may be needed a couple of times.
1: I hear you, man. That's, that's a good little note because
2: I'm kind of glad they're cutting down on off oh, days,
1: but the players aren't too
2: thrilled. But. well, I am. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I'm not the biggest. Well, you know, the I, I love the playoffs because it's the best team. Blah blah blah. I mean, it, to me, it's just more baseball to watch. However, one of the my, one of my I think falls to the playoffs is it's it's different. You 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 can go with three starters and and improve your bullpen, and it's not the same team that competed over 162 games Mm -hmm. that's competing in the playoffs. So I think that's dead on. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the fact, you know, of course, when my, you know, when, when my Red Sox won and, and Chris Sale was relief and Dennis uh, Derek Lowe was relief, I was loving it, but you know, it's, it's, it's a different, (laughs) when it's your own team doing it, it's okay. Totally. I wonder (laughs) if the Yankees are regretting not uh,
1: Paying what it cost to get Luis Castillo. They they got Montas, but Montas struggled last night and Luis has just been out of this world. So yeah, kinda I, wondering if maybe there's a little uh hubris there thinking that yeah, we don't need
2: we don't need to pay that for Luis, but maybe they should well, Montas isn't you know, I mean didn't pitch for I mean, it was such that I logged on this morning, you mentioned Sonny Gray before. Uh, Sonny Gray was was uh, trending on Twitter. I'm like, Ooh. oh, geez, why? It was because it, people were comparing Montas to Gray in New York. It's like, <laughs> wow, man, you know, here I am. did he get here? Did he fall off a bike? Did he get in a car accident? Did he punch a wall? No, uh, because Frankie Montas stunk last night. Sonny Gray's uh, trending on Twitter. By the way, I absolutely love the uh, Stephen A. Smith.
1: Uh, tear teardown of the Yankees. He really tore into them and I love that. Said they smelled worse than the sewer sewers from the Bronx. <laughs> we need more Stephen A commenting on MLB. I, I love I miss that. that. I mainly because I don't
2: I don't listen to Stephen A in general. I just but, saw uh, it
1: I saw yeah. it on Twitter, yeah, going around. But yeah, just you know that attitude. And plus we have plenty of hot take artists already on MLB. We might as well <laughs> just get more you know Stephen A is widely appealing. We need him watching more and commenting more on uh, baseball. But anyway, uh, Adam Oler, Zach Logue, I can't see any situation where I'd consider these guys. I got them both on my sheet already as uh, zeros.
2: You? I had I had mild interest in Oler to begin the season. I no longer do, or at least not yet, or at least uh, not 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 right now. But yeah, no. Uh, even with Miami as one of the matchups, I don't. I you know I don't mind using him in DFS. But not not in a two start week. This next one's kind of interesting. I actually may give uh,
1: may give Ranger Suarez. I, I will give Ranger Suarez a higher grade than Cindergard. Uh, Cindergard and Ranger Suarez are the two start starters for Philadelphia next week versus Cincinnati versus Pitt. So in a hitter's ballpark, but still at home for these two arms. And Suarez, man, I just re- look check out his game log at Roto-Wire and. Over his last seven starts, he's got a 102 ERA, zero nine one whip, 33 to 8K to walk. And, you know, he's there's back. some real bumps in the road early, but uh, Ranger Suarez has been fantastic. So I'm going to give Ranger Suarez a four.
2: Yep, four four for Suarez, three for uh, Syndergaard for me.
1: Yeah, I think that's,
2: uh, that's spoiler right. so, alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert, we'll probably talk about Rangers. Well, probably we will talk about Ranger Suarez on MLB tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, definitely tune in to see or to hear
1: uh, Todd and Eric Haltzman on MLB Network Radio tomorrow. Pittsburgh, no two-star starters for them. And same with San Diego. They only have uh, five games next week. Uh, Robbie Ray for Seattle versus Washington versus Cleveland. (sighs) You know, I think he's a four, but Robbie Ray's the way he's been pitching lately. He's been kind of bumping up back into that five conversation.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm still at a five. I mean, to me, yeah. he's still at, he's the top. To me, he's the third the third best two star pitcher this week. Those matchups. I know Cleveland can be pesky, but they don't. I'm not scared. He just has, you know, blow up potential still. So, yeah.
1: I, you never know when Robbie Ray will revert back to uh, old Robbie Ray. I mean, not old, old Robbie Ray, but <laughs> the old Robbie Ray. Uh, no two-star pitchers for the Giants. They got two off days as well. And then Jordan Montgomery for St. Louis. He's the one that got away for that New York team. I, I didn't understand that trade at the time, and now people are really second-guessing uh, sending Jordan Montgomery away. At Chicago versus Atlanta for Jordan Montgomery. I think that's yeah, Atlanta's scary a little bit, but
2: I think that's probably a four. I got it as a five. I mean, wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and, and I shall stick with it. Um, it's it's home, which helps against the uh, it's against the Braves. So I am gonna, I am gonna go five. And whereas I don't know there was hubris with Montas, I think there was definite hubris with uh, we're gonna trade for a center fielder who who may not even play, and we're gonna give away George Montgomery. That mm-hmm. that to me was that that one I don't understand. There had to be something. Well, maybe more it'll look to look better. Play.
1: Maybe to look better if they actually start playing Bader a little bit because I mean they should not be playing Aaron Hicks at this. Well,
2: he, he they can't right now. He's still out. Oh He's yeah, that's true, that's
1: true.
2: So yeah, but you know with plantar fasciitis he should be back. And yeah, you know maybe Bader does it on paper, but to me Montgomery was too good of a pitcher to give up in that scenario. But anyway, I mean what's done is done. Uh, I am going to give him a five. I, he's, he's not going to strike out eight guys over seven innings, but I don't think he hurt you either. Adam Wainwright, not quite on that level, but is, I'm wondering if he's a four or,
1: or – no, he's a three for me because I gave Montgomery a th- four. So Adam Wainwright's
2: a three for me. What say you, Todd? I like Montgomery more. I'll give him a three, but, I mean, it is borderline four.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we'll both settle on three, but that is pretty uh, nice for Adam Wainwright. Then Jeffrey Springs versus at, uh, versus the Angels and at Boston. He's really pitched well this year. Let me just look quickly at his game log to see how many innings he's throwing. Yeah, five on the regular. So occasionally he'll dip below that, but uh, going deep enough for the win pretty regularly. So I'm going to give Jeffrey Springs. I love picking on the Angels right right now. So I'm going to give him a three. Uh, yeah, I think I can only go three for spring.
2: I, I can't, I can go four.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm gonna, I'm I am a mean, little more than you today, but I he's actually listed as a five, but I haven't fine tuned my numbers yet. Um, and Boston is always scary, especially against lefties, so that may change when I update. But right now, I'm gonna go four, you know, in the stake league.
1: Let me just double check on that because before I say something that's not right. Yeah, he was dropped. Corey Knebel was... No, it was Corey Knebel, not Corey Kluber. So what I was about to say, I'm glad I double-checked, because I was going to say Corey Kluber was dropped, but that wasn't the case. Um, he did have one bump in the run, and that's why I thought maybe somebody overreacted, and uh, he had like a seven-run hiccup recently. But uh, Kluber's been pretty, pretty good overall. Nice... Nice addition for Tampa Bay, squeezing a little bit out of the veteran before he uh, rides off into the sunset. He's lower than Springs for me, but I think I'm going to give Kluber a – I'm going to give him a three, and I'm going to bump up Jeffrey Springs to a four. Yeah, I'm with you. So I'm going to bump up Springs. Okay. Sorry for the confusion. All right, Cole Reagans. For some reason, does he like have a little prospect pedigree? I don't really remember, but
2: uh, I'm not considering him yet. Twenty-four years old. I don't. Did he have pro, Was he? Did he? Did he, Was he the one at Tucson? Two Tommy Johns. I don't remember. It was like James has him. top uh, a top 150,
1: 160 prospect.
2: Right, uh, 155. yeah, the, everything's starting to run together. Uh, there was somebody that I was thinking of that had a uh, had some injuries, and uh, whether whether it was he or not, I don't recall at this point. But um, what what are the matchups again?
1: At Minnesota versus Detroit. Wow, I was actually I might have to bump them up to a one because those matchups I might have them at the at the end of a list or two.
2: Okay, so to to complete the story, yes, Reagan's had two Tommy Johns, um, the second of which was in 2019, uh, but he did get named to the 2021 Futures Game. So you know he has made uh, rehab, et cetera. You know, so he's back to being a prospect or you know on the radar again. Now, it's just how how much do you trust somebody long term that's needed to two Tommy John surgeries is kind mm-hmm. of a the questions there have been some and some very successful, but you know, right now he's pitching in a vacuum. Um, what did you say Two. Uh, I
1: said one for uh Cole Reagan's.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I, I'm going to, I am going to agree and I, I'm going to double check the numbers once I, uh, once I look at him, cause he hasn't pitched as much, he hasn't. At least, I like these matchups. He hasn't even at Minnesota. He hasn't pitched enough to move off initial expectations that much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if this were like the end of April. Uh, I don't like to adjust things too much, but with his background, you know, we what what is his baseline? We just don't know.
1: Yeah, all I know about him is his rank from James. I've seen him on his list
2: for a little while. Yeah, I mean, he has uh, he has so. not pitched all that well. No. So I mean, I'm kind of doing the reverse. Um, it, it may be that that, that I liked his, 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 his he's, he projected well, but that is, it, it, that was what was wrong and, and, and it, it should have been projected worse. But anyway, I mean, a lot of times on, a lot of time on a guy that, that we're not ranking very high. And then finally, because nobody for Washington, uh, Ross Stripling
1: for Toronto. He's at Boston versus the Angels. Now he's got a two nine three ERA, but he's not that good of a pitcher. So I could I could see Boston getting into him a little bit in Fenway. Uh I'm gonna go three I think on uh yeah I'm
2: gonna go three on Stripling. I mean I he's feel not like there can be a little give back this week. he's not a two nine three Era but he's pretty good and he pretty good he, yeah first start back against Baltimore fans seven and six in a third I'm going to agree with the three, um, but, you know, I, you know we, we liked him, you know, people liked him a lot more when he's a swing man for the Dodgers. Suddenly when you're starter for Toronto, you're, you know, you're not, yeah, you're not liked one. as much, but he's shown similar skills.
1: Yeah, he has been really, really good. And uh, not taking anything away from Ross Stripling, I just I do worry that we could be in line for a little bit of regression. This yeah, year.
2: and they're going to need him. Toronto's going to need him, right? I mean, there with with Barrios is eh, up and down. I think they need him to make their run. Yeah, I saw Barrios on a waiver wire,
1: picked him up. By the way, and not a two star pitcher this week, but he had a pretty good outing earlier this week. I like him more than Giolito. Yeah, at least as a bench (laughs) as a bench starter, uh, not, not so bad. All right, let's recap our grades for the week of August 22nd. Two-star pitchers, extremely tentative. And check back on at rotowire.com on Sunday for, uh, you know, the projected starters for a better idea of uh, what next week will look like. But here are our grades, tentative grades for next week. Jake Odorizzi, two. Austin Voth, one. Nathan Ivaldi three. Justin Steele, three. Drew Smiley, two. TJ Zoick zero. Nick Lodolo, three. Zach Plesak, two. Herman Marquez, zero. Michael Kopeck four. Lucas Giolito, I say two. Todd, zero on Giolito. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Lynch, one. Tucker Davidson, I say zero. Todd, one. Julio Urias, five. Eric Lauer, I say three. Todd, four. Sonny Gray, five. Tyler Malley, three. Max Scherzer, five. Domingo Herman, two. Adam Oler, zero. Zach Logue, zero. Ranger Suarez, four. Noah Syndergaard, three. Robbie Ray, I say four, Todd, five. uh, Jordan Montgomery, I say four, Todd, five. Adam Wainwright, three. Jeffrey Springs, four. Corey Kluber, three. Cole Reagans, one. Ross Stripling, three. All right. I'll be sure to include those with the show notes, with the podcast. Anything else on your mind today,
2: Todd? I know it's a little couple days late, but uh, I had Peter Kreutzer on as the industry guest podcast on Thursday. Jeff was out uh, showing, uh, visiting schools with his daughter. Good, good for Jeff. Good for the family. So I got to fill in on the Thursday podcast and invited Peter Kreutzer on for a fun conversation. So go back, please. And check that out. And uh, you know, that was, you may not win your leagues because of what Peter and I talked about, but hopefully you have some fun. Absolutely. Well, I had fun with you today, Todd, and hope you all have a great
1: weekend. hope you'll be back with us the next few Fridays as we close out the, uh, the regular season. Oh, what? Six weeks about to go. So uh, a, little
2: a little more. I, ca- a little I had more. A count- I counted it up, I counted it up earlier. Um, I think we've got, Six and then almost a full seventh week, depending upon when you want to start the week. But um, yeah, so it's like six because we're ending on a Wednesday.
1: And if uh, you can stash in your league, maybe go out and do you know follow suit, do what I did, pick up Corbin Carroll. Could be a Corbin Carroll season next time we talk. All right, Todd, talk soon, and thank you all. Talk soon on the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast.